Well, amen. Glory to God. It's podcast day. One of my favorite days of the week. I also love Sunday. That's probably my most favorite day. And I also love Wednesday night. Well, I love any time I'm in church or any time I'm somewhere preaching. Amen. I love telling people about the good news of our God. So I uh, hope your day's going well. Hope your week's off to a good start. I'd like to lift you up in prayer if you just, uh, maybe if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're anywhere else, bow your head for a moment and uh, let's just go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for today. We thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness to us. And Lord, I pray today uh, that our spirit would be uh, willing and able to receive everything that you have for us today. I pray we have ears to hear and eyes to see everything in your word. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Well, amen. God bless you. I want to jump right into this. These 28 to 30 minutes go pretty quickly, so I want to get uh, give you all the time I can. I'm not going to meddle too much, but I want to get back into the subject concerning faith because that's how we combat the attacks of Satan. Not only do we receive by way of faith, uh, you know, that's we've learned and been learning in church, newwaychurchfl.com, and on these podcasts. Uh, I've I've shifted into the uh, the offense. You know, we, we've we've learned about the defense uh, of the attacks of Satan and and how to uh, what he how he attacks. You know, what he uses, what are his ploys, what are his weapons. But now we're learning how as we've learned those things, so we know how to recognize uh, these attacks. Now we can go on the offense and we can begin to take back uh, ground or territory. So uh, back to uh, faith, we've been learning that uh, faith is, is the way we receive from God. It's the capsule that, that, God, that we manifest the blessing of God or the promises of God. So it, just figuratively, because I, I like to give pictures so you mentally can understand and create a picture and, and get it in your imagination realm. And this isn't a far stretch. It's just the things of God are in the unseen realm. But I, but I kind of want to give you an image how that realm works, the spirit realm. So so let's just say that that God, you know, faith itself has substance. So so faith is not it's not nothing, and it doesn't create out of nothing. No, uh, the Bible says in Hebrews eleven one. Now faith is the substance. So we know faith possesses substance, uh, ability. It, it has something t- uh, tangible within it. So let's just say the promises of God, just so you can get an image of this and you can kind of understand it better. Every promise, every provision, uh, everything we'll ever need from God is with God. Now, we have to transfer it from that realm into this realm. The way we transfer it or the vehicle that takes it from that realm to this realm, the realm, you know, from the kingdom of heaven into the realm of, of this earth where you're presently at would be the capsule of faith. Uh, that, that's the vehicle that can travel back and forth. Now, uh, there's laws that govern faith. Uh, now, the, the laws are not bad. Laws are great. Once you learn the laws uh, that govern anything, uh, you can begin to work within that law, and, and that law can bless or can yield to you what it was created to do. So if you look at the laws of faith, number one is Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So there's no other way you can receive faith. You can't download faith 
uh, any other way into your being or into your spirit outside of hearing uh, and hearing and hearing and hearing. Come on now, say amen to this. Now, we know according to the scripture that at that point in time at, at hearing, uh, we're not operating or we're not in the operation of faith. We're just in one of the laws of faith. I'm receiving knowledge. Um, not only are we receiving knowledge, but a lot of people don't understand this. You you have to replace the present knowledge or the doctrine you are a product of first. And it takes... All right, let me help you. Let's say we got a bucket of water, and the bucket of water is is uh, it's got some uh, fine you know mud in it, uh, some silty sand or mud, something that's you know just kind of d- dirty. Not the up that bucket white bucket of water. Now, if we take a hose and put a hose with a lot of force in that bucket and just let it overrun, 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 it's not going to take a. a a few seconds. It's going to take. Uh, I, I haven't done this, but I would just imagine it would take a, quite a uh, you know a lot of time for that new fresh water to purge uh, that muck or mud out. And, and you might get it. It might start looking clean immediately, but it's going to take time to get it all out. It's going to flood, over flood, over flood, overflow, overflow, till that pail or bucket of water is completely clean without any, uh, you know, uh, mud in it, muck in it, sand, whatever, silt. And, and that's how it is. The the human being, uh, you have been indoctrinated with worldly ideas, worldly principles, uh, laws that govern the world, corrupt laws, because Satan is the god of this world system. So everything we get in the worldly sense is, is laced or it, it's in the fallen nature of man and it's backed by Satan. It's you know fear based. It's limited based, uh, and on and on it goes. So, uh, when faith is coming to you, not only does it uh, take time for you to con- convince yourself with the Word of God of, of this new system of this new information, but you have to purge out what you presently think or what you've already obtained uh, leading up to this time. So that's why it's important that faith isn't repetitive. Uh, you know, I don't want you to see it like if I just put it on a recorder and over and over and over again, at some point in time, it's going to click and I'm going to receive it. No, no. Uh, the, the the constant of faith is important because today will expire tomorrow and, and uh, tomorrow is a new day and you'll have mercies for tomorrow. The Bible says my mercies are new every day. Uh, the Bible also says you go from faith to faith or glory to glory. So you have to have a constant intake of faith. You know, yesterday's faith, it, now it can be in the operations, like what I believe for last year still still can be in the process of yielding me the harvest. Sometimes different harvests take longer, and, and we don't know why, and that's not our business. We just believe that the production of it all is God's business. So it's it's not that it doesn't work. But I can't live off of what I've heard concerning faith yesterday or last year. I need faith for today. That's why it's very important to be a Bible person daily. That's why it's very important to, to listen and to have, uh, you know, a right men of, and women of God and right podcasts with right information, biblical, you know, doctrinally sound information going into your ears daily because.
because then you have faith for today. And then you've given yourself uh, seeds of faith that you can out of your mouth sow and birth today. And then tomorrow you need new, you know, you know faith intake tomorrow. And it, it's a process and after a while, and you get in this process of the law of God of obtaining uh, godly information, godly knowledge, you'll flood out or you'll overwhelm the, the knowledge of this world and you'll obtain a, a, a new and living way. You'll obtain a new system. Come on, I'm preaching pretty good. So pace yourself. And don't think you're going to figure it all out today. You know, pace yourself and just say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to eat away at this. I'm going to gain faith. I'm going to gain information about my God, about the kingdom of God uh, daily. And, and then you can begin to walk by faith. I hope I'm helping somebody uh, today. Amen. So now, uh, so that's law number one, faith. So then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And then we see that in, in Mark chapter 4, let me just go through these with you real quick. I wasn't planning to do that, but as I start giving you the laws of faith, I better give you all of them. Amen. Uh, Matthew, Mark chapter 4, it says in 26, 27, 28, 29. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. Once again, this is a parable. So we're not talking about farmers. We're not talking about corn. We're talking about uh, gaining faith, information, God knowledge, biblical knowledge, uh, getting it into our, our center of our being, and then uh, out of our center of our being, we extract it. So let's just say the middle of your being, the most, the the the, the deepest part of your being, is where the seed goes and where the seed is stored. Now we're going to extract it on purpose, and we're going to release it. Uh, uh, by our, our mouth, our faith, or we release it by words. So our mouth becomes the hand that goes into the seed bin, our, our bellies, grabs that seed on purpose, calculated, then releases with our mouth, but our hand, because it's going to sow it or it's going to uh, cast it out, the, the intent of our heart, uh, the thing that we desired, the thing that we want to be returned unto us. So let's look at the parable. He said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Seed concerning the Bible, uh, when it deals with seed and it deals with faith, it's talking about words. So words are seeds, all right? Uh, we remember in Mark, uh, Matthew 4, 4, I believe it was, where Satan was uh, testing, trying to test Jesus. Uh, and uh, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of his mouth. So we understand that there's life in your words. According to Deuteronomy 30, there's life in your words or there's death in your words. Now, we know we need uh, bread for our natural body, but you can't live by bread alone because uh, you are a spirit. And the direction of your life is, you know, discerned or, or uh, you know, set by your words. And uh, that's what Jesus said to Satan. Amen. You can't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of his mouth. Amen. Back to 26. So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground uh, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up, and he knoweth not how. I've said this for years. There's so many believers that get caught up in, in the uh, the how. You know, why has this happened? Uh, you know, I don't understand it. 
Well, you're going to get in trouble because there's things that are reserved for God to know and him alone. And you need to stay out of that realm, you know, out of the, the certain things that God is in control over. Uh, you're not him. So uh, when he says you go to sleep, that means not only do you just sleep and go about life, but the same way you, you sowed the seed and the same mindset in the same uh, believing system, uh, you go to sleep that way, you wake up that way, you go to sleep that way, you wake up that way. Now, uh, I'm not saying that, that you live you know nervously about it, but you continually believe for it in faith, not believe for it in hope. You know, uh, 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 hope is a confidence. So, yeah, you, you can get in confidence about it, but we're not trying to manifest it over and over again. We've sowed the seed. We know God's word said the seed will, will spring up, you know, show up uh, and come forth, and it's going to produce fruit, and you don't know how, and it's not your business to know how. That's my job. Your business is to pick the fruit uh, when it appears. So that's law number two, that once you obtain uh, law number one, information, faith cometh by hearing, you settle it within your heart, that faith cometh by hearing, this is who I am, this is what I believe, now you possess the seeds concerning that matter. So it's not just like a random scripture, no. If you want uh, uh, healing in your body, you have to obtain scriptures concerning healing, because those are that would be healing virtue, then you're going to obtain that by sowing those scriptures or those truths. So you're going to build your case uh, concerning healing, uh, faith for healing. Uh, you know, get healing scriptures. I, I, you know, we can send them to you, call us, we'll get them to you. But you meditate those scriptures, you think about them, you meditate them, think them, think, in it, think about them, think about them, meditate them, meditate them, meditate them, till you purge out the ungodly thought the ungod, the initial ungodly way, and these new thoughts, kingdom thoughts, kingdom way, take place of it or replace them uh, in, into the innermost part of your being. And then uh, when you need health or healing or deci- decide like me every single day, the first three or four sentences that come out of my mouth from the time my feet hit the ground till I walk to the restroom, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a 30, uh, I'd say 30, 40 foot walk. I say, uh, today I choose God. Today I choose life. I choose divine healing. I take it. I take it. I take healing. Healing is mine. I take it. Uh, and that's how I start my day. They say, why do you take it? Well, we can we can look at here in a minute, uh, Mark chapter 5, where the woman with the issue of blood, she took her healing from Jesus. Uh, she said, if I could just touch his garment, I would be made whole. Well, well, she went to Jesus and she touched his garment and she took her healing. So a lot of people haven't learned how to take hold of it. You, you got to take hold of your healing. You got to take hold of the promises of God. Come on, are you still here? Can you say amen? So the second law is you got to have faith-filled words. Mark eleven twenty three, another great faith scripture. Uh, if you say unto that mountain, now the mountains, we're not looking at the Rocky Mountains here. We're looking at anything that would oppose uh, you or oppose the promises of God. So if you say to that sickness, if you say to that lack, if you say to that problem, if you say to that circumstance, ungodly circumstance, uh, be cast into the sea. And you don't doubt 
but you believe uh, those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you saith. Another scripture, you have not because you ask not. Well, how do you ask? You ask with faith-filled words. Come on, are you still here? Can you say amen? We can see another good um uh, another good, I don't want to get into all, go through the, the principles or the mechanics of faith, but an, another law, according to James, is faith has to be accompanied with works because faith without works is dead. Uh, so not only do you, do you sow the seed, but then you begin to go in the direction of the seed. So let's just say the woman with the issue of blood, she's home. Excuse the, 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 the bluntness of this. She's bleeding out. And uh, she gave all her money to the doctor. She went to every specialist. Thank God for doctors and specialists. But in some cases, doctors and specialists, not in some cases, in all cases, doctors and specialists are limited. And there's some cases they can't help you with. And, and that leaves room for only one. And that is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, your healer. And he, him and him, he and uh, he alone uh, has the ability to bring the, the miraculous power, creative power and authority on the scene and recreate a, a new organ, you know, take care of that infection, disease, whatever it is. But the woman with the issue of blood bleeding out, she had no money. She spent all that she had. And, and somewhere along the line, uh, she had within herself the idea that Jesus was a healer. But maybe just you know, society, friends, I don't know, information around her was drowning that out by saying, go to the doctors first. Uh, I would say this, if I were you, always go to Jesus first. If you go to Jesus first and get faith working, get, you know, get in the operation of faith. And then if you want to go to a doctor and let a doctor do whatever he can do, I would continue in faith. I'd never get out of faith concerning that, you know, any healing thing. So the woman of the issue of blood, probably, uh, you know, by way of, uh, of reasoning and, and you know deduction, got to the point where, hey, I have nothing. Now you shouldn't have to get to this point. She was at a low place in her life, but she got to the place where she said, "I've tried everything else. I remember now." Or she gained new information. I don't know if it was old or new, but I'm just trying to give you an idea. Uh, I remember someone told me, or I'm to the place where nothing else can happen. Uh, I'm going to try, try Jesus. Well, Jesus at some point in time got so big on the inside of her. And I think she just sat there day in and day out and meditated or thought on. Uh, I've heard there's power in Jesus. I heard he's a miracle worker. I heard he touches people. I heard, you know, he, he causes, uh, uh, you know, fish to multiply. I heard he causes you know, loaves to multiply. I, I heard I, he deals with women uh, that, that shouldn't be dealt with at, at the well. I heard he brings coin in the fish's mouth, uh, you know, and all the, uh, you know, so on and so forth. And meditated uh, healing and meditated the ability of God so big on the inside of her. And then she said within herself, if I can go and get to Jesus and touch him, I'll be made whole. Now, she, she didn't put her faith. She could have said, if I can get Jesus to lay hands on me, if I can get Jesus to hug me, 
if I can get Jesus to anoint me with oil, if I can get Jesus to, you know, whatever it was. But her faith, because she had a, a lowly disease, she knew she had to sneak in and, and try to sneak out because society wouldn't permit her uh, to operate uh, freely. So she put her faith at, come on now, uh, there's power in, in any form of touch of heaven. Whether t- heaven touches you or you touch heaven, you pull on heaven, there's always power. No matter from the least to the greatest, there's power. Now we know this, that the, the Jewish men, well, and I think this is right, their prayer shawl, I, caught, I believe it's the Talith, uh, would hang uh, down. And so she may have touched you know, that Talit or uh, that prayer shawl, the, the ends of the tassel of that prayer shawl, and she may have tapped in, you know, I want to get too much out, you know, out of known, you know, Bible doctrine, but I'm just trying to help you here. That that may of where she was trying to touch that authority or tap into the, that realm of prayer in a sense. But either way, uh, she could have said, if I touch his sandal and when she touched uh, healing virtue flowed. Now, what caused the healing virtue to flow wasn't the touch. It was the faith that she placed on the touch, come on now, that unlocked that virtuous flow that Jesus possessed. But it's faith that faith unlocked that. Uh, uh, faith gave her access to it. If you eliminate faith and she just went and touched him without faith, nothing would have happened. You said, well, how do you know? It's Jesus. Anybody touches Jesus. Well, the, the Jesus says in this instant instance, uh, rather Jesus says, whoa, stop. Uh, uh, someone touched me. Who touched me? And the disciples laugh and they say, Jesus, uh, look around. There's crowds pressing on you. There's thousands of people touching you. So there you go. There's thousands of people touching him. There's no record of anybody else being healed uh, but the woman with the issue of blood because she was touching him with the touch of faith. Come on, preach him pretty good. Are you still here? All right, let, let me help you again. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 8, the story of the centurion's faith. The centurion did not put his faith in the touch of the hem of the garment of Jesus, uh, he went a little higher on the hog, so to speak, in his faith within the words of Jesus. Come on now. All right, uh, hold on, I'm getting excited. Uh, uh, go to Hebrews 11. Let's see this play out. Oh, say amen or something. You ought to be getting this download. You ought to be under, begin to understand at some point in time that you can re- receive biblical uh, truths and within some kind of biblical truth is the authority and the power and the information you need to change the thing that's incorrect in your life. And if you uh, set yourself and I'll get into that word set and that meaning of set yourself. If you set your faith, if you set your face, if you set yourself in agreement uh, with the word of God, you shall see victory concerning that matter. Uh, just just only don't get weary. Uh, don't No, don't be weary. Then don't get out of patience. Uh, once you have, have operated, you get in the operation of faith, now you have need of patience. But 
concerning the centurion, his faith within work was in the words of Jesus. Well, in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, the third verse, the Bible says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. All right? So uh, he tapped into this law of faith, and Jesus said, I'll come to your house, because apparently everybody in that city, everybody in the surrounding areas, uh, they they had not, not a, I'm not going to say lesser, but in a sense lesser, they had faith in a touch or something uh, tangible or something. They need a little more help. This man, and he gets rewarded by Jesus. He gets memorialized in the Bible. This man says, uh, Jesus, I'm not even uh, worthy. I know who you are. I've received it. I'm happy about it. I honor you. I worship you uh, with my life. And I'm not even worthy that you should come to my house. And I know how this works, uh, Jesus. And all you have to do is send your word and my servant would be made whole in this very moment. So Jesus says, wow, I've not seen this kind of faith. Okay, so uh, we see that there was faith, but we see there is levels of faith. Uh, You say, well, I don't believe that. All right, well, I thought you'd say that, so I'll, I'll just take you to another scripture. Go with me into Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 in the 20th verse, talking about and referring to Abraham here, he said, He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. All right, so if we see strong faith there, go back up to 19, and being not weak in faith. So we have weak faith and we have strong faith. So right right there we see there's levels of faith. Now, uh, not only is there weak, strong faith, but there's faith produces differently concerning where a person presently is in faith. Um, Am I still helping you? You're still there. Say amen or something. Uh, So we got this powerful force. Now we got a powerful force in fear, but but don't, don't, you know, I don't know. Don't cheer on. Uh, don't get excited about the the force of fear because it leads to destruction. Uh, it leads to death. It, it, uh, uh, fear is rooted in death. The power of fear comes from the 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 root of death. And but there's still you can't deny that it has power. Uh, however, you've been given this divine force. A force that comes out of love, from grace, from mercy. It comes out of the, the loving sacrifice uh, that God gave his son Jesus to become for us. And it will yield to you the goodness, the blessing, the favor of our God. Come on now, I'm preaching pretty good. Uh, so uh, you got to understand this wonderful, magnificent force, but there's laws that govern it. So you got to find out the operation of faith. And uh, years ago, I, I did a series on the mechanics of faith. Uh, you can contact uh, newwaychurchfl.com or richardsummerland.com, and you can get a copy of this or ask us. We'll, we'll send it out, get it to you. Uh, but now I want to get into this real quickly. I want, I want to finish with two things. The Bible talks about uh, set yourself. 
Now, uh, whatever you set yourself toward is uh, what you're going to receive. So a very easy example, if I set myself in faith, uh, it'd be like this. You set your radio on a station, on a genre of music. If you set yourself on a certain station, that station is going to yield to you uh, limited information. Now, it's going to yield to you information within that genre, but it's limited to that genre. And it can't yield to you anything else. Like if you listen to country music, uh, you're not going to get any rock and roll music out of that country station. And that's what you've set and you've called upon information in that setting to come to you. So if I set myself in line with the world, I've set myself to receive information from the world. If I set myself, you know, in this area, this area, so on and so forth. Well, if I set myself in faith, what I'm saying is I'm going the direction of faith and I've closed my ears off to anything else and my ears are only open to the things of God because I've set my face, I've set my being in that direction. I've set my focus, I've opened my ears to that setting Uh, Now, at that point in time, you are positioned to receive and to go the path uh, of God, the path of faith. Come on, are you still here? Can you say amen? One last scripture I want to leave you with. I hope I helped you today. Hey, I'd I'd, uh, really like a a lot more, uh, you know, I'd like to hear from you, a little more response from this show. I, I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're giving you great information, and it should be helpful to you. Don't listen to it once. Listen to it over and over again on SoundCloud, I believe, and then on, on uh, uh, Apple, uh, uh, whatever that one is. Uh, but you can um, you can share this. You, you can uh, text it to somebody. You can link, send the link to somebody and say, hey, listen to this. It's changing my life. Uh, last scripture, 2 Corinthians uh, 5, uh, 13, 5. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 say, says, Examine yourselves, whether you be in faith. Prove your, your own self. Uh, know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be probates. Now, I really want to stay in the first part of that. I would say uh, third chapter Second uh, Corinthians 13, uh, verse 5a. Examine your own selves, whether you be in faith. Uh, prove your own selves. So begin to examine your life. Look at the areas of life. Look at the areas of relationship. Are, are your relationships uh, covered in faith? Are, are they birthed in faith? Look at your finances. Uh, you know, is God involved with your finances? Look at your health. Uh, do you have you set yourself? in faith concerning health and divine you know, wellness. And on and on it goes. But the Bible says examine yourselves and prove your own self. You know, uh, don't have Jesus come. He's the author and finisher. But you can prove it on your own self. And you can begin to take inventory on your own life. Well, we're out of time. Uh, I really love these days and times uh, together. Uh, in the very near future, we'll have a, a video uh, podcast. I don't know if that's the right term. Well, you'll be able to watch me uh, live and you'll be, able, I don't know if how much interaction we'll do, but at least you'll be able to go on live and it'll be recorded. 
Uh, but uh, we're going to do that and just, you know, just make just a little more help to you. Amen. Well, God bless you. Uh, Pastor Rich here, richardsummerlin.com, newwaychurchfl.com. Uh, go online, drop us a note, get on our Facebook, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, find us on there uh, under Richard Summerlin or New Way Church, uh, FL or in Palm Coast. Uh, once again, God bless you. Love you. I'll talk to you next week.